Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Saturday morning and it's eight o'clock. It must be drive time radio to uh, paraphrase, maybe steal a little phrase from Meet the Press. A very good morning to you here, there, and everywhere around the world, around the corner, and wherever you are listening to drive time radio, either on your radio or on Facebook Live. Um, by the way, uh, at this, not next week, not the week after, but the week after that, we will start to also come to you on our YouTube channel. Uh, that is uh, being specially created for us. So you'll also be able to get us worldwide on YouTube as well. My name is New York Vinny, in case we haven't met yet. And every morning at, uh, every Saturday morning at eight o'clock for an hour, we sit around and we talk about cars and life and, you know, but mostly cars, the automotive world, automobilia. We review cars. We tell you what's good out there, what's not so good out there. Some of the events that are going on. And some of the things that uh, make the four wheels of your car or sometimes the two wheels of your motorcycle chug along at a rapid pace. And, uh, of course, with uh, moving into October, we want to remind you that this is the time where you start to make sure that your car is all winterized. The the places are crazy right now. Uh, Trying to get it to do winterizations. Make sure your antifreeze is good, especially if you're heading over the mountains. Uh, to go over to uh, family in Spokane or Wazoo or Idaho or wherever you're going, make sure your tires are good. Make sure, I, and I know I sound redundant when I say this, but it, sometimes people need to be reminded. Sometimes people need to be uh, told, hey, you know what? <clears throat> go get your car. Go check the air in your tires. Go check the antifreeze. Go make sure you have enough gasoline in the car. All of the, all the, all the simple things, but then when you're out there on I-90 one night and you're, you know, you're, you're driving along and you pass somebody and they're got a flat tire or something like that, you're going to say, I'm glad Vinny told me. I'm glad Vinny said, hey, you know what, check my the air and my tires and everything out before I take a trip. So this morning, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat's a little um, raw this morning. This morning is the town wakes up with a little bit of a Mariner hangover uh, from last night. Of course, you can see we got the whole Mariner thing going on here. I got my little ship. I know what I lost last night, by the way. I have figured it out. Nathan, Nathan, the first wild producer. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Finney. I know why the Mariners lost last night. I, I corrected it. And just for uh, your uh, Facebook audience, I got my Mariners jersey on too. There you go. We're, we're rocking the Mariners this morning. As we have been, well, you know, on this show, I, I got to say, on this show, we've been rocking the Mariners for a while. So, um, you know, we, we, we were early, early, early on to the Mariners bandwagon. And if you listen to uh, Mikey and Vinny during the week, uh, you'd also know that uh, I predicted that they would make the playoffs this year. So don't, fellas, don't fail me. But I noticed something last night right after the trip, trip, triple. Um, that resulted in nothing, but Hey, what are you going to do? Uh, uh, from Luis Torrance, I have on my, I bought this, um, Mariner ship, you know, the, the, the Mariner ship model that they gave out several years ago. I found one in a thrift store and I bought it for a buck. And I said, this is going to be my good luck charm. And I put it up on, uh, on my windowsill, because if I leave it on my windowsill and I open up my window just a little bit, the flags move in the wind. And that kind of said something to me, you know, I'm very, I know I'm very, but last night I noticed that I'd taken a picture of it and I had it on my desk instead of on the windowsill. And I said, of course, that's the reason why the Mariners can't seem to do anything. So I moved it back onto the windowsill where the wind is going through the sails and the flags of the SS Mariner, but yet to no avail. But they come back today, uh, 610, I believe, first pitch tonight. And I, I just want to say, and I know this is a show about cars, but um, if you want me to go with the car angle, uh, the one reason you know that uh, 
things are different right now is the $50 parking space is back for Mariner baseball games. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous, but listen, these guys are going to try to make their money down there, right? Um, we wish them a lot of luck. Uh, I still think this team can do it. You know, you got, you're going to need help now. You got to win two and you got to hope somebody else loses a couple. And, uh, but it's not impossible. Thank God that the Tampa Bay Devil Rays uh, don't like the Yankees all that much. So they, uh, you know, they go out and they, uh, they smack them around a little bit. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the Red Sox got the. Uh, They're playing the, the Nationals right now. The Nationals, right. I was, I, I was almost, I was, the Senators were on my tongue, but playing <laughs> the Nationals, which like the worst team in the National League right now. Uh, usually Close a good to team, it. Right now. Uh, them in the Diamondbacks, I think, uh, you know, uh, is, is the team everybody would like to play 162 times a year. Uh, but be that all as it may, it's exciting. It's wonderful. It's great to see people. It's great to see people putting handmade signs on their cars and everything. I'm, I'm blown away by it all. I, I just think it's, uh, it's awesome to be back and to, um, and to experience this uh, for the first time in 10 years. And not to uh, mention the sellout crowd that sounded like a Seahawk game. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if you saw this, Nathan. I posted yesterday on, on my Facebook page a clip of uh, Pittsburgh, uh, where I was in 2013. And the crowd at PNC Park was so loud that Johnny Cueto, who was on the mound for the Reds at the time, dropped the ball. He got so flustered that he dropped the ball, picked it up, and threw a groovy fastball right down the middle of the plate, and Russell Martin launched it over the left field wall and put the, uh, I believe, put the uh, uh, the Pirates ahead of the Reds. And it was, it, it was one of the most phenomenal things I'd ever seen in a baseball game. Uh, still to this day, it gives me chills to even think about it. But if you go to my Facebook page, I posted a, uh, posted a, uh, a clip of it. And I got to say that I thought the crowd last night, from what I could hear through the TV, I did not go to the game last night, but from what I could hear through the TV was excited, but you gotta be, you know, it's playoff baseball, man. It's October baseball. You gotta be louder. And more consistent. You can't sit on your hands. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta shake the other team a little bit. Hopefully tonight we'll see. Uh, and again, I'm not knocking people because I know Seattle is not a, a city that, you know, sometimes gets the cheering in baseball as they do for football. It just doesn't work out that way. But uh, get out there tonight if you're going to the ball game. And uh, cheer that game. You know what? Get yourself a pot if you're home and start banging on the pot. It's an early game. It's a six o'clock game. So you can bang on the pot at your house and, and, and you know, make some noise and, and get these guys going. I think you got a question you want to ask me this morning? Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? You know, Nathan, I often have wondered, and I've, oh, I forget about it right after the show, but I wonder when we do that, why don't you just... Ask me the question. I just did. No, no, no. I mean, live. That's a good question. I mean, I know we made that little thing up, and I, and I like it, but I just, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I'll have to remember that for next week. Yeah, remember that. Get a live one. Yeah. I just like hearing all the unlocking sounds in a car revving going in the background. Oh, okay. I mean, that's you know what? That's a great reason. That is an, an excellent reason. I like that. Makes me happy to hear that, Nathan. All right, what am I driving this week, you asked, didn't you? I am driving uh, a car that I want to fall in love with. A car that uh, is a lot groovier than I thought it would be. And is um, a car that I think you're going to see a lot of out in the street. And that is the Volkswagen ID4 compact SUV, electric. 
all-wheel drive. Uh, this is, I think, the car that maybe will get the people who are thinking about electric into electric. Um, you know, there's a rear-wheel drive version, and that's nice. I mean, that's a cool little uh, little ride. But this four-wheel drive version, it adds a uh, a motor in the front end uh, for a combined 295 horsepower. It knocks it up almost 50%, and very very torquey. Goes from zero to 60 in about five seconds. I mean, it is very, very quick, this car. You hit the um, the accelerator on this car, and you are doing 70 miles an hour before you know it when you're getting on the freeway. I mean, that's how quick this car is. You actually have to watch your uh, speed in this thing because it's very easy to go a lot faster than you, you want to go or think you're going. Um, and I'm not saying it's out of control. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that it is a fast, quick car. It's um, not your typical slow SUV. Um, 44870 bucks is what it's priced at. It's spacious inside. It has a lot of room for um, uh, equipment, stuff that you may want to carry with you. It is stylish looking. Uh, very, very attractive vehicle. People have, uh, when I was parked, taking pictures of it down uh, by the Edmonds waterfront uh, the other day, uh, people were stopping and looking at it. It, uh, it just seems to me to be um, a perfect vehicle for somebody who is on the fence about buying electric. Uh, charging is easy. It's quick. Took me about a half hour last night to fully charge it at uh, one of the, you know, the uh, charging, you know, the big charging stations. I was actually out at the airport last night for a little while and charged it out there. And uh, again, uh, I'm it is the, the 2021 ID4 all-wheel drive pro uh, that I am driving. And uh, as, as far as SUVs go, this is a, this is a really cool SUV. Some of the drawbacks, you know, the braking takes a little getting used to. It's got regenerative braking. And uh, the, I'll tell you what, it's going to be like a weak learning curve for the uh, in-car system, uh, infotainment system. It took me a day to figure out how to turn the radio on. <laughs> That's going to tell you something right there. It took me a day to figure out, because, you know, I'm one of those guys that I won't look at the instructions. I'm just going to try to figure it out. And I, it took me a day to, uh, you know, you, you had to swipe the screen over two slots because for whatever reason now, Volkswagen feels that what you want to stream out of your cell phone is much more important than what you want to, uh, than, than a radio station you want to listen to. Like if you want the ball game, it, when you get in the car, it automatically uh, hooks up to your Apple cell phone and starts to stream uh, you, the music you have in there, which again, if you are a you know twenty year old, thirty year old person buying one of these cars, that's probably what you're more interested in than finding uh, you know seven ten Cairo or uh, whatever you know. But so good car uh, and a car that. Um, you know, I think is going to win a lot of people over from gasoline powered to electric powered. It's got the 200 mile range, seems to be true to that range. Uh, I have, I'll, I'll take it on a road trip tomorrow up to Anacortes and see how it, uh, how it works going up there. But I'm, uh, I'm enthusiastic about the Volkswagen ID4 electric uh, pro all wheel drive. All right, take a quick break here. Come back. Vaughn Glace will join us. He's the kid next door who goes faster than anybody else I know. Right here on Drive Time Radio. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Always buckle up. Oh, 
pull your seat belt snug. Give an extra tug. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Always buckle up. Show the world you care by the belt you wear. Buckle up for safety when you're driving. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. The National Safety Council says seat belts can and do save lives every day. Buckle up for safety, Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, eleven fifty. Right back with you on. Drive Time Radio, coming to you live every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 o'clock, right here on Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW. I am your continual host, New York Vinny, and we get a chance now to spend a couple of minutes with, uh, well, I tell you, when you talk about the uh, guy next door, uh, Vaughn Glace is literally, or was literally, uh, the guy next door for me, Vaughn Glace. Uh, I know him since he's a, I got a great picture of Vaughn and he's in the back of my El Camino with his sister, who, by the way, turns uh, 16 today. Uh, happy birthday. And um, Vaughn, who, who is, his dad is into cars. That's Scott is a good friend of mine. And, and Vaughn is a good friend of mine. And, and, and he's been into cars ever since I remember. Uh, you know, when I would come, you know, when they would deliver these great, you know, cars to my house in Pittsburgh to road to test, to drive, you know, he'd always be spying the cars, eyeing the cars, taking a look at them. And uh, once in a while, take them for a ride one. And now Vaughn this weekend is uh, competing out in Indianapolis. Uh, his, uh, in, he's been on the cart circuit. Um, for a couple of years now, has made his bones. He's driven into Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. And while you out there listening are probably saying, man, I don't want my kid to play football because, you know, he gets hit in the head and he's going to be Shingata for the rest of his life. Vaughn is out there moving around in his uh, in his um, race car at, you know, 150 miles an hour. There's a little Elon GP08. It's got the Mazda engine in it from the Miata. Everybody knows these cars. And he's uh, joining us right now from Indianapolis, which I believe must be a thrill. Vaughn, how are you, pal? I'm great, Vinny. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm so stoked for your success, man. I mean, I just, you know, I keep an eye on you on Instagram and stuff like that. And um, it must be thrilling to, you know, kind of, well, I have to think it's thrilling to go to Indianapolis and, uh, and, and race on that track, even if you just get to drive around it. Yeah, it's really quite surreal, especially being in one of the old Road to Indy cars um, and competing for a national championship at probably the most famous and you know, awesome racetrack in the country, let alone the world. Um, you know, flying down those grandstands, you know, in the in the valley, it's it's really something special to know that you know this is where history has been made, and we're racing there for a championship. Now I want to get to, to the championship in a second, but take me take me into your car for a second, into your mind. I know you're thinking about you're going down that straightaway, and you're thinking about what you have to do in the race. But as as a young man who has been into cars a long time, do you feel you know the names of the Emerson Fittipaldi's and the and and, and the you know the people who have, who have done that race and won that race and. Um, and, and, and Bennett, do you feel a little bit of that when you go down that straightaway? Oh, for sure. There's, yeah, you, around the whole racetrack, there's these murals and posters of, you know, the races that have gone on there. And especially like rolling down pit road, you, you get a feel for like, you know, this is exactly where, you know, the Emerson Fittipaldi the Paul Tracy's, they, th- this is where they have made, you know, have made history and legends of themselves. So yeah, you do feel that when sitting in a race car on grid or, you know, roll, flying down the front straight at Indianapolis. Yeah. I'll bet you it's, it's just, you know, if, you know, it, it would be like me getting a suit up and stand at home plate in PNC park and whack one um, over the wall. It, it's um, 
it's interesting to see, uh, you know, you weren't ranked. I, I mean, you were ranked, obviously, but there weren't a lot of people that gave you a chance to win this race. Uh, even the announcers, I mean, I, your dad was telling me announcers couldn't get your name right uh, to win this championship, to win this series of races. Uh, you you had to do a little bit of hustling. You you um, you, you really came back from the depths of nothing uh, to come back and and top the leader tour, uh, the leaderboard. Yes. Yeah, so part of that was we registered. We were the last person to register for this race out of one thousand one hundred entries. Um, and so all the press material was out, and then we registered, and also. Um, throughout the year, I did the the minimum amount of qualifying races to get here. So, really, the whole like lack of publicity around me is probably stems from the fact that I did the minimum amount and registered and was the last person to register. But yeah. it's you know it's still a good feeling to you know come in as the underdog and then stick the car in pole position for a race on Sunday. That's what I was going to say. You go from on, you know, last to register the pole position. I mean, that's, um, how do you do that? I mean, is it, is, is it just sheer will inside? Is it the car? Is it the combination? What gets you to that point where you can blow by and, and shock, uh, you know, I don't know how many other races are out there, but there's a, I'd have to think 20 at least, uh, everybody else out there for that pole position. Yeah, a lot of it comes down to trust with the team and then trust in your ability. And so this week, you know, it wasn't the easiest of weeks. I got here on Monday. Tuesday, we had our first qualifying, and then we have two more, one on Wednesday and one on Thursday. So we had three chances to, to really set down a pretty good lap. And Tuesday, we, we won out, and it was my first time driving that track, first time in this particular car. Um, and it was just, I was getting a feel for it and I hit bad traffic. There was 46 cars out, um, <sighs> at the same time during qualifying. So I got unlucky with yellow flags and running up on slower cars. So I didn't get good running in on Tuesday, but I got a feel for what I needed to do to go, you know, put the car on pole, hopefully. And so Wednesday comes along, we find we have two wheel bearings in the rear that were failing. And that's a big no, no for going out because it changes the setup of the car and the, the way the, um, the, the wheels are angled in relationship to each other. And that changes the whole dynamic of the car and potentially they can fail, which is, could be big. So we skipped out on Wednesday, which means I had one opportunity on Thursday to put in a, banker lap which is what we call it which is basically just hang it all out there and you know hopefully you cash that check in it you know you put it <laughs> on pole and um so we we threw my my engineer john walco is he's from trafford pa probably the most brilliant race car engineer in the u.s right now he's he's amazing we worked together put a setup on the car um, pretty much through the whole kitchen sink at it, changing our damper settings, our spring ratios, you know, you name it, we changed it and yeah. one out on track, you know, car felt good and just kind of put the best lap together I could with the knowledge I had. And it happened to be fast enough to, you know, start me up front. Wow. And, and, and John Walco racing and proper performance racing, are your sponsors in this thing. And uh, we want to give them a mention because uh, they've, uh, uh, along with your parents, uh, have given you this, you know, this great opportunity. Um, this is a long way from when you first started with the carts, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's quite a long way. It's, um, it, it's still surreal. Now, is this what you want to do? I mean, I mean, as you do this, as you get more into it, I mean, you see yourself someday uh, running on 4th of July, uh, excuse me, on uh, uh, Independence Day? You know, that's, that would a be pretty day. awesome. That, that's the plan for sure. Um, you know, just keep pushing, keep having good results, meeting the right people, and, you know, stepping in the right cars, all of that helps to, to set us on a path to, to, yeah, race on in the month of May here at Indianapolis. 
you're you're driving a um in line with a Mazda engine. Is that pretty much what the other cars out there? Or what what are some of the other cars that you see out there? Uh, what what type of uh, engines are they run, or is it all pretty much the same engine? So for our class, most of the competitive cars are the Elan DPO8, which is the last generation of road to Indy cars, which um, young drivers have used up until about 2015, I'd say, to progress into racing Indy cars. And they all have the same Mazda MZR engine with a five-speed sequential gearbox, uh, which basically means you know it, it's somewhere in between an H pattern and paddle shifters. You push, you push the stick forward to shift down a gear, and you pull it back to shift up a gear, and you don't have to use the clutch. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and so all of the cars that are competitive are running that package. The there's a couple other um, Mazda powered cars known as Star Mazdas, which yeah. run a, I believe they run a rotary engine, um, and they're the whole construction of the car is different. It's really hard to compare the two, but they're yeah. close enough where they fit into this class that we're racing in. Um, Vaughn, just tell people how old you are. Uh, I'm 19 right now. Wow, that's that's amazing. And and how long have you been driving? Oh, geez. Um, I started racing cars, I'd say, about a year ago, coming from go-karts. From there, uh, with the go-kart stuff, I've, I think I've been doing it on and off since, like, eight, nine years old, but really took a deep dive into it when I turned 14 with my dad to kind of, like, I determined that that's what we wanted to do instead of the conventional sports path. And yeah. I, it's paying off so far. Boy, it, you know, for, you know, I was saying this before when I introduced you, uh, Vaughn Glace, by the way, is with us. Uh, Vaughn is literally my next door, was literally my next door neighbor in Mount Lebanon when I was living there. He's, uh, I'm sure, the pride of Mount Lebanon. And, um, you know, was uh, a, a young man who, uh, you know, always you could tell he had something on the ball. He had his, the whole family, I mean, really. Uh, I have to, I do have to ask you, what's your mom say about this? Cause this, you know, I know pop, he's going to push you uh, mom. Okay. With all of this. <laughs> Mom's okay with it. Um, I, I don't know if she ever is able to watch the races. I don't know if she can, she can stomach it. I can't imagine having a kid out there. Gotta be, you know, nerve wracking, but she's been very supportive. Both my parents have been very supportive. Everyone I, who I've, gone on this journey with has been extremely supportive so i it's it's awesome to have a great family standing standing behind me yeah and you come from a, a family that everybody's into cars you i mean i know your uncles and and everybody and everybody's into uh into cars into classics into into everything and uh it's it's just uh it's spectacular matter of fact you're i just was looking at a picture of uh uh, your uncle, I believe, and I stopped on a street in Mount Lebanon. And he's driving his Corvair, and I'm driving my Corvette, and we're just sitting there talking to each other. And somebody snapped a picture of it, and uh, it's, it's you know it's a great picture. So I'm not only I, I'm sure your parents are proud, uh, but your entire family, uh, your uncles, and everybody must be uh, must be following you and uh, and everything. You're gonna you're gonna do this professionally. I, I think I may have asked this before, but I just want to make sure. You, you hope to uh, drive uh, at Indianapolis. How long uh, do you think that it would be? How much more training do you have to have before you would be able to drive a, a you know, a major, a major race? Um, I think we're we're there. It's just finding the right person to stand behind me to make that happen. Um, you know, our, we are on pace with professional drivers and. We do offer a lot of what they offer. And really the path I want to head down is towards sports car racing with IMSA, which is, you know, it's, they're based on the cars you see on the road. Like right. there's um, Audis out there, there's BMWs, there's Porsches, right? That kind of factory back you know, production is where I want to head specifically with endurance racing. Um, and I, I think we can do it, you know, in the next few years if everything lines awesome. up correctly. 
Awesome. Well, can I can I come and stand in the pit sometime and help you out? Uh, <laughs> and, oh, and, and by the way, <laughs> and by the way, just in case one of you Microsoft or Amazon zillionaires are listening and you want to do something good with your money and get behind a kid that knows what he's doing, um, give me a call and I'll get you in touch with him because uh, I, I think. Uh, from what I see and what I follow, I think you're going to go places. Uh, you know, I really, uh, you, you're, you, you know, as I, as I said, I know you since you're a, a young man and you, you are in the lucky position in life, Vaughn, of doing what you love. And there's nothing better than that in life, my friend. Uh, you know, to help other people is probably the best thing you can do in life. But second is to do what you love. And it sounds like you're doing exactly what you love to do and you've been able to catch it at a young age man i'm so uh, impressed with you and I, I think our listeners are too as they listen to this interview uh whether you win or lose just the fact that you get there and of course winning is a lot better than losing uh, but the fact that you're there and you've put all this work in and you're doing something that is uh, that not every kid is doing or can do uh i got i got mad respect for you man i i think it's uh I'm I'm so happy for you. I really appreciate that. I couldn't agree more with you know. I've, I've been I've been lucky enough to do what I love and to be able to continue doing that. And it's it, it makes me the happiest guy on earth every morning. All right, before I let you go, I got to ask you one question. My tire tracks from the uh, uh, from that uh, 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 wildcat still in front of your house. I think they are, Vinny. I think they are still in front of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to leave you a little something to remember me by. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me, we remember. Uh, all right, my friend. Listen, be safe. Be uh, Go out there and, and have fun and win a race. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Uh, and, and, and good luck, uh, Vaughn. And happy birthday to Addison, your sister, too. It's her 16th birthday today. We don't want to leave her out because then when I come back to Mount Lebanon, she'll be mad at me. I didn't mention her um, on the oh, show. Yeah, she's so, good at holding grudges. Uh, yeah, we don't want that. We want no part of that, man. Good luck, pal. And uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, Vaughn. You take care of yourself. That's Vaughn Glace. You can find him at VaughnGlace.com. Uh, he is just doing a bang-up job uh, with, um, you know, learning how to become a race driver. And like I said, I know this kid for a long time. Uh, and, and remember, um, you know, remember him as, a, as, as just a, a little kid who loved cars, who would hang over the, uh, the side fender of his father's Alfa Romeo and then his Alpina and, uh, and, and just gaze in there and say, you know, dad, this is, this is really cool. Um, eerily similar to, um, what I did with my father when I was a kid, except I wasn't smart enough to do something with it, except the radio show. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, stick around. We'll get the cartoon coming up for you next, right here on Drive Time Radio. Coming, the new 1956 Nash, Thursday, November 17th. It's the world's finest travel car. Built for the long run, designed for the most fun, Nash is the long-distance car. It's sweet on the byways and fleet on the highways, the Nash is the head by far. If you like to go places, see all the show places in this great land of ours. You'll want a Nash with all its flash and all its dash. You'll want Nash, the traveling car. A real hook, the ground car, a big, safe and sound car protecting those near and dear. A steel girder cruiser, this big handsome cruiser can take it year after year. Nash is a road car, a big heavy load car, the safest in every way. You're safer in a Nash with all its flash and all its dash. You'll love Nash, your traveling car. On Thursday, November 17th, see the greatest travel cars ever built. The beautiful new Nash Ambassador and Statesman. Brilliant new beauty, blazing new power, exclusive new travel features. They're years ahead of all other cars. The new 1956 Nash, Thursday, November 17th at your Nash dealers. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. Right back with you on Drive Time Radio. I'm going to tell you, if you show up November 17th at your Nash dealer, 
please call me. Uh, I, I would love to uh, stop by and see that happen. <laughs> I love playing the old car commercials too, because, you know, it's so different from what you see now as a, as a car commercial, you know, back then it's all about the, the song and the music. Uh, speaking about car commercials, it's going to be an interesting uh, period that we're heading into now. You know, usually uh, this is the time of year when you would start to see, uh, you know, certainly November and December, the year-end car clearance sales. Everybody, you know, wraps up their cars. And, I mean, there's, there's Lexus commercials and there's the Toyota December to remember and all of the different, um, you know, uh, events that automakers put on to uh, move cars out the door. But this year, we have a, a situation, don't we? We have closed plants. We have cars sitting in lots waiting for chips that who knows when they're going to come. Uh, we have cars that are, if you want to go out and buy a car right now, you're more than likely going to pay over sticker price for it and, and thousands over sticker price because the dealers are trying to make some money because they don't have the cars to sell. So it's, it's going to be a very interesting situation. Next week, we'll delve into it a bit more um, uh, on buying a car this uh, strangest of all years. It is, uh, if you're in the market for a new car, uh, I think the best thing, best advice you could have is hang on to your old car for a while. Uh, don't make any moves, any sudden moves, because uh, the market is whacked out and chances are, except in very, very few cases, you are going to pay over sticker price for that car. And deals, maybe there's going to be some financing deals out there, but that whole uh, Lexus, uh, in other words, I guess don't expect to walk out of the house to see two Lexuses or two Audis uh, in um wrapping paper out front of the house this year. Maybe a good year to do something else with your money uh, than uh, buy, a, buy a, a new car unless you bone need it. Unless you absolutely bone need it. And we, as I said, next week we'll delve into that a little bit more. All right, time now for the Saturday morning cartoon. We bring it to you every Saturday morning uh, because cars and music go together so well. This week, I figured with Vaughn coming on, we'd uh, go back into the library and pick out one. And I know he's not driving stock car, but uh, the late Jim Croce uh, really caught the essence of, uh, you know, if you've ever seen the movie Thunder Road, uh, the moonshiners uh, that used to, uh, the birth of NASCAR and how uh, the um, illegal activity of some turned into a sport for everybody. Here's uh, Jim Croce. There you go, Jim Croce. Uh, regaling us this morning with the story of Rapid Roy, the stock car boy. from. Um, well, you know, actually, I have photographs and memories. I think that's actually the uh, um, one of his albums. I don't know if that was on it. I, I, I have a few Jim Croce albums uh, taken from us way too long. I would have loved to have seen uh, what his body of work would have been had he not been tragically killed um, in a plane crash uh, many years ago. But uh, certainly one of the uh, one of the great artists of the '70s brought just a lot of um, a lot of joy and a lot of fun and a lot of um, I don't know uh, just a lot of joy to people. And I mean, you know, if you're if if you're my age, who didn't uh, who didn't look at a girlfriend in the eyes in the 70s, sitting in the front seat of a car at a place that you used to park and sing lovingly to her? I'll have to say I love you in a song. <laughs> All right. That's our cartoon here on Drive Time Radio. Every Saturday morning, we bring you a car, automotive-related, uh, driving-related piece of music so that, uh, you know, because cars and, and, and music uh, all go together so well, you know? Um, I don't know if you noticed it. I did last night as I drove through the uh, tunnel downtown uh, that the toll rates have gone up. I don't know why. It seems to me they make a ton of money on these uh, on these particular um, roads that they have told around here. Um, 
bought the 520 bridge tunnel, anything, you know, the narrows, all of these, all of these tolls have gone up. Uh, and it was a quarter on most of them. Remember when a toll used to be a quarter? I remember being a quarter going over the Triborough Bridge. You know, my dad, you know, my dad would hand me the quarter in the back and across the here and we'd go through the exact change and throw it in the basket. I think that's how I learned to actually throw was to get it in the basket because you didn't want to not get it in the basket. You know, now you just go through, you know, the, uh, uh, it, it takes your, your, what do you call it? Your license number. And then they send you a bill for it, I guess. Uh, although, you know, it's, or you get the, uh, the go pass and, uh, and, and go that way, do it that way. And it just takes the money out of your bank account. So you never even feel it. You know, that's part of the problem with America these days, I think, is that we don't feel the money we're spending. We just stick our card in the slot, take it out of the slot, walk out of the grocery store. I did it last night at the PCC. I couldn't tell you how much I spent last night. I went to the PCC to get a couple of, you know, things. And I put the card in, took the card out, walked out the front door. I couldn't tell you how much I spent. I was too busy talking to the to the cashier. You know, as long as it doesn't come up uh, refused, you know, or uh, denied or whatever it, uh, it does, you just walk out. That's where we are. That's America these days. Um, but be that as it may, that's... Uh, the tolls are going up, so be aware of that, and also uh, be aware that um, uh, that uh, the uh, the chip shortage, as we were talking about before, uh, not going to get better anytime soon. Matter of fact, the chip shortage is now turning into a chip fiasco. Um, not only can they not build, you, know, you have a twofold problem. You have all of these chips that um, uh, that weren't made during COVID, and, and so now they're trying to catch up. One of the companies that makes the chips in China is on shaky financial ground, um, and you have stuff with chips that have been made sitting in containers off the port of Los Angeles, and that includes cars, auto parts, all sorts of stuff. If you're trying to get something right now, it, you know, the delivered or something like that. It's crazy. It, it's it's nuts. I mean, things that you think are going to be delivered in one day are now taking a week. So, um, and it's not going to get any better for the foreseeable future, which again is going to drive up the price of automobiles. New uh, automobiles, because there's a very limited supply. Used automobiles, because... People aren't trading their cars in. If you have a used car right now, um, you almost have an investment. I know people that are that their cars are going off lease, and instead of turning them back into the leasing company for nothing, they're selling them to places like Carvana and place and, and like that, and getting three, four, five thousand dollars over what the car is worth. Um, CarMax, Carvana, any one of those uh, particular companies are really right now um, paying top dollar for used cars. They want used cars. Now, is this going to let up? I think it will at some point, but right now, if you're selling a car, uh, you can get top dollar for it if it's a good car. That's why I'm saying hold on to your used car because what you're going to have to, whether you go buy another new used car or a new car, you're going to pay so much money for it that it's going to shock you. You want to talk about sticker shock this is sticker heart attack that you're going to have to go through so do yourself a favor if you are in the market for a car right now um a shop uh b um try to hold back the urge a little bit and again i don't say this to to hurt deals i'm just saying it that you know unless you got more money you know what to do with then go out and buy a car and help the dealers uh, pay people be easier uh, for you that way. All right. Another quick break again. And we come back, we give you our drive time road test of the weekend. Boy, did we road test this where we put uh, a couple of thousand miles on the brand new Honda Civic HPD, the Civic Sport. And I'll tell you how we did with that uh, when we come back here on Drive Time Radio. It's time to winterize. 
at Sinclair, that means check. Lubricate, check. Transmission and differential, check. Hoses for leaks, check. Fan belt, check. Drain radiator. And put in Sinclair antifreeze. Change to Sinclair Triple X. The multi-grade motor oil. With nickel added to armor plate your engine against winter wear. Finally, fill up with Sinclair Dino for fast winter starts. Worry about winter? What for? You've got Sinclair winterizing. It's time now. Winterize at the sign of Sinclair. At Sinclair, we care about you, about your car. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Uh, what we wouldn't do for another uh, <laughs> day of summer. You no, know, maybe we'll get one or two before winter sets in, but uh, this morning here in Seattle, on drive time, foggy up a little north of the city where I am. Nathan, what is it doing out there outside of the uh, studios of uh, of Alternative, 11, Alternative Radio 1150? A bit of patchy fog down low and up top, looking at some puffy, pillowy clouds. Not many sun breaks, though. Have you ever thought about being a weather guy? It's been on my mind. I I think you I think you would make a good weather weather guy. You know, (laughs) it's pretty easy when all you have to do is look out a panoramic window. Well, but you know, I mean, it's a little more involved than that. I think to forecast the weather, but yeah, I mean, but you have a good. I like the way you say puffy clouds. You do that well. <laughs> and don't ask me what's coming up in the future, though, because, you know, <laughs> we, live, we live in a convergence zone, and who knows, 20 minutes it could be snowing, or 20 minutes it could be another sunny day. Sunny day. You know, I've always said, if you don't like the weather in Seattle, just start driving. Something else exactly. will happen for you in just in a few minutes, man. Uh, all right, time now for our Drive Time Road Test. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, uh, nothing ugly about this one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am here to tell you, uh, that the 2022 Honda Civic Sport is, uh, you know, I guess it really comes down to it being uh, the top sedan out there. It just, it, it, it does, and again, I always go back to my philosophy on automotive movies. Does the car do what it's designed to do? And the Honda and the Toyota Corolla, neck and neck, on what they are designed to do as far as fulfilling what you are looking for in a compact sedan uh, that has a little bit of pizzazz to it, that has a little bit of uh, a style and fun. Now, for 2022, the Civic um, drew back on the style. You know, they had that little kind of Star Wars-y thing going on for a couple of years in the 10th generation. Well, this 11th generation, um, I took it to California and back. I uh, took it down to uh, to Half Moon Bay, California, drove it over windy coastal roads, drove it over, over the freeway, uh, drove it in city driving in San Francisco and Seattle, and in country driving through uh, Oregon. And in every situation, uh, the Honda Civic did not disappoint. It was comfortable when I had to spend 12 hours uh, straight driving. It was uh, quick, competent, roomy, and uh, did everything that you asked it to do. It is a ton of car uh, with a sticker price of $24,095. From uh, the engine, the 2.0 liter engine, it uh, was plenty powerful. Uh, to get you onto the freeway, to get you where you're going, yet uh, quiet and competent around town, uh, to the exterior styling, which has been more traditionally Hondaized, I guess you would say. It's, you know, they, they, again, they drew back on this thing, but yet they didn't sacrifice any of the looks. It is still a, a very beautiful looking sedan with a nice uh, line. Uh, that goes along the side of it, definition line, uh, and it uh, it really 
again, just um, it's it's a tall, good-looking car. When you add the HPD package to it, which was on my car, the uh, um, it is a, a group of add-ons like a front balance, uh, some side cladding, a rear spoiler. It probably helped the car a little bit as far as mileage, as far as wind resistance. But one of the things that I noted on this car is um, this is a dealer kind of aftermarket thing. The dealer puts this kit on and the fit and finish is as it came from the factory. There's no, um, you know, no everything just fit perfectly. Spacious trunk, spacious back seat, easy car to drive, stylish inside. Uh, we spoke to Carl Pulley of Honda a couple of weeks ago about this car. And, and I know one of the things I noted, which I really liked about this car, is the um, the simplicity of the interior. Everything is right there. Uh, the the um, infotainment system is fairly self-explanatory. It is uh, an easy car to get to know and to get to like. And again, uh, these cars, these Hondas are going around, you know, 25,000 bucks. The one I drove uh, was 24,095 bucks. And uh, it, it, a lot of car for that money. I think it probably comes down to your preference for Toyota or Honda. Um, 33 miles per gallon combined. 30 in the uh, city, 37 on the highway, and uh, what is it, three gallons per 100 miles, which is a new stat that I really like about these cars. You'll spend three gallons of gas, or let's say $15 every 100 miles you drive with this car. And that's using $5 a gallon, which is, you know, it's getting close to, especially in California. Uh, but again, Honda Civic is a winner. If you are in the market for a car, a compact, uh, a car that's going to do it all for you. The uh, Civic um, is a car well worth looking at, well worth test driving, and uh, not to mention that the resale value on these cars hold like uh, no other car out there these days. The Honda Civic, one of the uh, best road cars I have driven this year, and uh, I put a lot of miles on this thing, and uh, never was tired, never was. Um, Kind of, kind of, you know, um, 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 with my bag. I am, though, going to blow out of here now and uh, wait for you uh, and I to meet up again next week at 8 o'clock in the morning if the Lord's will and the creek don't rise. Thank you for listening to Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. Peace, love. Manischewitz, baby.